L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Shore, and this is Too Much to Say. But don't go asking questions that you don't Well, we are back and a lot has happened in the world in the past week. Um, a lot, a lot. And I have not been able to stop thinking about it. I went to a uh, friend's birthday cabin weekend. I only got to make it for one night because I had to go to a wedding in Houston. So last weekend was busy. But um, we were there and, you know, everybody's like hot tubbing and we're, we're drinking and playing games and stuff. But there were like three of us who couldn't stop talking about war and kind of ruining it for everybody else, which is like, you know, is it really our fault if it's just what's going on in the world? No, it's not. But I'm the kind of person where when something big like that happens, I hyper fixate on it. I need to read every single thing I can find on Twitter. I'm going to go find like double check my sources. So like the war in Ukraine is really, really heartbreaking, and it's taken up a lot of my brain waves over the past week. And so, guess what? I finally have too much to say about something again. Um, But can you really say too much? It's a really, really sad situation, and I think, you know, as far as... There's a lot of people questioning online about, like, why do we care about this more than we care about other events? And, um, you know, that's a really good question to be asking. I think that there's a lot of things that happen in the world that maybe we don't notice or care about um, because it feels far away. There's also, you know, an undercurrent of racism and everything. So when the people look like us, it feels closer to home and that's not okay. But that's definitely part of what's at play here. Um, But having read a lot of articles about that and like people talking about like what this looks like for racism, it's also like, okay, well, um, There's also one thing that's important to note, which is that Ukraine is as far from France as we in Tennessee are from Texas or something like that. Like those countries are so close together and America is so big and Europe is so small. It's like if there was a war happening in Texas right now, everyone in Tennessee would be losing their shit. 
And because of how allied we are with Europe, it's a really, I mean, I don't need to tell you guys that it's a big deal, but I kind of want to talk a little bit about what aboutism, um, what aboutism, and it's the concept of we can't worry about more than one thing at a time, or when someone's worried about something, you need to point them into like another direction and be like, well, you should be worried about this instead. And there's a time and place for everything, but it makes me think of this Monty Python skit where these guys are like, um, it's these three men. I'm going to do a horrible like paraphrasing of this, but it's these three men. And one of them's like, Oh, my father back in the day, he used to hit me. And one of the other guys goes, well, it must've been nice to have a father. And then the other guy goes, well, it must've been nice to have a parent at all. And then it's like, well, I grew up and I lived in a, um, in a hut. It's like, wow, wow. It must've been nice to have a roof. must've been nice. And then they just go on and on and on. And it's like, but it's, it's us on Twitter, guys. It's, it's the world on Twitter. And that's what, that's what it is. It's a Monty Python skit. And so I just think that I've seen so much stuff with people being like, okay, well, you care about Ukraine. Like you should care about this. And it's like, yeah, we totally should. I agree. But, but why can't I, you don't, you, people don't know what you're donating your money to. They don't know what you're advocating for. They don't know what whitehouse.gov petitions you're signing. And I do a lot of those and I don't tweet about all of them. So it's like, it's this weird, it's like people are trying to outwoke each other a little bit. And I think that we would get so much fucking further if, as opposed to, you know, policing each other's activism, we were looking at the people who weren't being active in their activism, you know? Like, I think whataboutism is super fair on days like, um, I remember when it was Blackout Tuesday, I'm a rather aggressive person and like the, the whole like, George Floyd thing happened that happened in 2020 like really broke my heart like every once in a while something on the news will come along that just cuts through all of the noise and I just like break down and sob and some of the stuff I've seen in Ukraine has done has done that and it's really 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 messed me up and so George Floyd and, and watching that video which I couldn't even watch fully of this man just dying like it, it really, really broke me. And so when Blackout Tuesday happened and, you know, the black squares, how much does it really do, you know? But there still was, like, in the music industry, there was, like, okay, we, we're not going to go to work. We're going to, like, study racism today. And, like, and that's what I did. And I didn't go to my co-write. We all canceled. We rescheduled, whatever. And um, we, like, you know, but nobody's posting online. And so when you went through your feed, I'm sure you guys remember, but it was just black square after black square, or it was like information about rallies or information about like what you can do from your home because COVID and large crowds. Um, but I remember there was this one girl who posted something about her fucking book club and it was like the only post in my feed. And I was like, commented on it because I'm rather combative but I also was just like this girl looks so dumb right now and I was like hey like it was like and it was like a Jesus book club about like but it wasn't anything it was so poorly timed and I just was looking at this and it was like of her like manicure in her book and I was like ma'am that is not a WWJD moment L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com have a ton of questions about LASIK you're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. 
Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. And I was like, hey, so have you thought, like, this might not be the best time to be posting this content, like, if you're aware of your surroundings, and I'm sure I worded it nicer, but she fucking blocked me, and this is a girl I played Song Suffragettes with, and really liked, and then she just, like, from that point on got more and more problematic, and, like, I think that kind of what about ism is okay when, like, the whole world is focused on one thing, and it's like, hey, what about this problem? But when we're talking about problems... Yes, there's this problem, but but also, like, yes, there's this other problem. I'm allowed to care about them both at the same time. I'm also allowed to, like, okay, so right now I'm doing cameo videos, which are, like, shout-out videos, and, you know, I, I did, like, tarot card readings and, like, song requests and stuff like that. It's been really fun. But cameo had the awesome option this month to donate um, proceeds from my cameos to Ukraine relief. And so I opted into doing that. So 25% goes directly to Ukraine and it's really great of cameo to do that. And so like, you know, somebody could be like, well, you're giving 25% of your proceeds to Ukraine. What about, um, what about 
like Palestine or Syria. It's like, well, yep, um, but but it, isn't it good that I'm giving to somebody, right? And then like maybe I can. And also, we're yelling at people like me who don't have that much expendable income. Like, I'm a musician. We're still rebounding from a pandemic. I'm in between booking agencies. Like, I'm 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 no one better off than most people, but I still don't have that much that much money and a lot of people don't and oh my god and the most ridiculous like instance of of the woke police policing other woke people which gives me an aneurysm just saying that out loud but there was this one thing on on twitter and it was like someone was like wow it's like really indicative of america that every like every reputable new reputable news source that I go to to try to like get accurate facts on what's happening in Ukraine um, has a paywall, and someone was like, "Wow, you can't afford like news. Like journalists deserve to be paid." And it's like, "Yes, I agree. Journalists deserve to be paid." However, I mean, and like I've done journalism. I really love journalism. I've written for NPR and Sounds Like Nashville, and um, it's really nice to be paid. And it's the same thing. Like we're musicians are asked to do things for exposure but these are still large fucking companies like Forbes and New York Times like I know that like print media is struggling and we're trying to like figure that out but there's other ways of of revenue and it's just difficult when you see like all these ads for important news in your Twitter feed and then you go to it and there's a paywall and then someone was like you really can't budget $790 a year for three subscriptions to these major publications and someone was like yeah no I can't afford $790 a year for news what and like these people were like arguing that with this guy in the comments and like being like wow that's like really sad that like you can't prioritize that and I'm like I'm so sorry who has do you know how few people in America have an extra $790 a year? I don't, I don't like that's, that's a lot. That's a whole other bill on top of everything else. And so like, it was just so stupid to go after somebody for that. And it's also just really presumptuous to assume that people have expendable income. And so there's ways that you can support Ukraine specifically, um, without donating money because, Again, a lot of us, a lot of us can't, and you can still use your voice to count. And even like sometimes, if I can't afford to um, donate to a GoFundMe, I'll share it because that's also important. Is just getting the word out there and sharing people's stories and like awareness. Um, so this is from the best source I've found during the whole Ukraine um, war which it's just so scary. It's really, it's really terrifying just watching all this happen. Um, but it's called the Kiev Independent and it is a independent English language Ukrainian newspaper and it's really amazing. Um, they have a lot of different, um, they have opinion pieces, but they also have a lot of facts and it's from people who are there. Their sources are reputable. You're seeing what's happening and their Twitter account is great. Um, Kiev Independent. So that's where I've been getting the majority of my news. So this is um, an article by Viktor Tregubov, and it's called, Are You a Foreigner Who Wants to Help Ukraine? Here's how. So number one, share our news. Knowledge is power. Our adversary in the Kremlin made disinformation one of his primary weapons. His media, Sputnik and RT, are responsible for widespread disinformation. During the first stage of our war, which began in 2014, it was hard for us to prove the war was real and a result of Russian aggression rather than some internal civil conflict. Which is why, guys, side note, 
we heard it called the Ukrainian conflict. It's not a conflict. It's somebody invading a sovereign nation. Um, they said, we don't have powerful international TV assets, but I can recommend some resources for real information about our war. So there's the Kiev Independent. There's Ukrainform, a Ukrainian info agency with a multilingual site. Uh, Liga.net, L-I-G-A, another info agency with English language coverage. And Inform Napalm, a collection of open source investigations with many insights. Number two, join pro-Ukrainian rallies if there's any in your region. You can find local internet communities. I mean, literally just search Ukrainian community in the near city and you'll find um, you'll find these. And it says these rallies create essential leverage, making it harder for politicians to ignore Russia's aggression. Because a lot of our politicians are like fucking Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't know anybody, Republican or Democrat, who likes her. And maybe it's because I don't hang out with a lot of political extremists, but she went to this fucking thing and it was like the APAC conference or something. And it was in Orlando and it was hosted by this guy who is a white supremacist who's not white, weird. Um, and he was like shouting Putin, Putin, Putin. And they were like chanting his name and being like, let's give a big round of applause to Putin. And then Marjorie Taylor motherfucking Green gets on stage. And this woman, I've never seen a more punch worthy face in my life. And she's a member of our Congress. LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. culture. And a little bit of... 
Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. And there's people in our government who are not even neutral, but are pro-Russia and pro-Putin and pro... And if you want to be the party of liberty, if the alt-right thinks that they're all about liberty and freedom, then don't invade a fucking sovereign nation. So rallies are really important because they get the attention of our government. You elect these people. It is very important to remember that your government works for you. It is not the other way around. And they can only stay in office if you vote for them. And they can only stay in office if you just don't vote, period. So that's very important. Um, Number three is refer international journalists to Ukrainians on the ground. You can inspire them to talk with Ukrainians. If they ask you for a contact, you can name me. My name is Viktor Tregubov. I'm a former journalist, political activist, and now an officer in the Ukrainian Armed Forces. I also suggest that you contact Lulibov... Saibolska, the head of the Ukrainian Center of Strategic Communications and Information Security. Um, and there's info for both of them. So if you see somebody like posting about it, whether it's from your local newspaper or journalists that you follow on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, like send them Ukrainians so they can get firsthand knowledge. Cause I have seen so much bad reporting with people just like, like Twitter is not a source. And those photos that you've seen of, um, Volodymyr Zelensky the president of Ukraine, like in his uniform serving like in the military right now, those are from when he went to visit some troops in like 2019, 2018. So that's not real. He's amazing. He can be amazing even if that wasn't real. But like people in reputable news sources were posting those pictures and being like, wow. And it's like, I Googled it as soon as I saw that because I was like, that looks too good to be true. And I Googled it and it was like immediately false. So Research your sources, guys, and like referring them to people who are actually on the ground in the Ukrainian army and journalists is a really great thing to do. Um, number four, obviously donate money. Their national bank created an account for that purpose specifically. It's open for fund transfers from any donor. So you can go and see all these codes where you can like wire money and it's directly to Ukraine and not going through any third party sources. Um, Number five, help Ukrainian refugees. Many who couldn't fight were forced to leave our country. Some of these refugees may be in your area. Please help them while we're fighting to save our country so they can return. So any of my listeners in um, Europe, which I, I know I have a few, um, I mean, that's definitely like, that's a pretty far-fetched ask. I don't know where I'm going to find a Ukrainian refugee to sleep in my music room, but I, I would love to if somebody asked me, for sure. Um, but if you are in a position where that's reasonable, that's obviously an incredible way to help. Um, number six, also probably a really long shot, but really fascinating to see thousands of fucking people do this. Um, number six, if you're eager to fight, that's also possible. According to a regulation on military service in the armed forces of Ukraine, approved by a decree of the president of Ukraine in 2016, foreigners have the right to join the armed forces of Ukraine on a voluntary basis. A separate subdivision is being formed of foreigners who wish to serve in the International Legion for the Territorial Defense of Ukraine. There's no greater contribution you can make for the sake of peace. So literally there's been thousands of people who have signed up to defend Ukraine, which is like makes me emotional because I just have a really soft spot for 
the military as we all should. Um, and just what people will do to defend people who can't defend themselves. So in Ukraine, you know, they, they got all women and children out there and there's men who are fighting and, um, and there's, um, there's plenty of women as well, but, um, that's how drafts work. And as a feminist, I don't even know how I feel about that. It's very conflicting. I don't want to be drafted, nor do I think I would be incredibly helpful. So, um, but I don't know if that's because of my sex or just because I'm an asshole. So, um, but that just, we really need to applaud these people who are going and fighting for another country. It's very beautiful and clearly I'm emotional about it. Um, but help Ukraine in any way that you possibly can and make sure you're finding reputable news sources. That's very important. Um, Mediabiasfactcheck.com is one of my favorite websites ever to double check um, information. And anytime my dad sends me an article about the lizard people and um, how they're trying to uh, give us the mark of the beast with the COVID vaccine, I just type it into this little website and I say, hey dad, did you catch the part at the end where they said that all women who choose not to have children are witches? And he's like, no, I didn't get to that part. I'm like, yeah. So (laughs) maybe let's not read this thing. Um, God, I, I love my dad, but we have, we've had a tough time this year. Um, so mediabiasfacttrack.com, really helpful resource. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thank you for your empathy for other people. And, um, just remember that, you know, we can, we can all be passionate about our causes at once. And, uh, but Ukraine does need our help right now. So thank you guys for listening. I'm Kayla Shore. This is too much to say. But don't go asking questions that you don't Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.